You realize who your true ride or die friends are when you are being attacked by a werewolf. And either that friend is going to A, stay by your side and help you kill that wolf, or B, your friend is going to take off running and leave you behind to get killed by the wolf. All right. That's one of the big key moments I see in this movie, in American World in London. It's one of my favorite horror movies, one of my favorite werewolf movies. Like, this is one of the go-to werewolf movies that you must see. But before, you know, but along with that, a friendship is tested big time in this movie. You know, um, you have the character, um, what's his name? David, he's the main character, him and his friend Jack. You know, they get attacked by the werewolf. Well, Jack gets attacked by the werewolf. The werewolf is on him. The werewolf haven't really clawed him up that up big yet. David takes off running. Takes off running. He's scared. He has every right to be scared. Every right to be scared, man. Every right. You know, but Jack, that's your that's your dude, man. That's your, your guy. It's your best friend. And I'm not sure if they ever had that ride-or-die conversation in their head with each other or if they ever thought about, you know, even though they didn't express it verbally, if they was like, man, you know, that that's my boy, man. I'll ride it. I'll die for that dude. We're going to fight to the end. You know, so be careful who you believe are your ride-or-dies, you know. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they think that, well, that means that that person is going to ride with you no matter what. And here's the thing, that that person, that that person is also going to die fighting for you or with you. No, for some people, <laughs> riding means, hey, man, I'll ride with you when it's good, you know. But when times get rough, hey, man, you fall on that sword by yourself. You die on your own. That's what ride or die means to some people. But yeah, man, their friendship got tested big big time. And the thing about it is, by the time David got back, Jack was Jack was dead. Mutilated. And and the sad thing about it, man, is that he had to while he's being viciously attacked by the werewolf. Werewolf. He had to witness his best friend leave him behind. Man, that I don't know which one is more more horrific. The attack or the fact that he left his best friend. The betrayal. You know, it's like, man, you We came out here together, man. You're not gonna even throw a rock at the thing. You're not gonna even take your bag and hit it, take some stuff out of your bag and throw it at it, you know? Because check this out, you know, you running, guess what? After it's done with him, oh, it's gonna chase you and it's gonna catch you. Yeah, that, that was an unfortunate situation, man. Unfortunate situation. I still like the movie. I still like the movie, man. You know, they... <sighs> they was out there backpacking and, man, that... <sighs> You know, that that really bothers me on that movie. Ever since, you know, the movie came out in 1981. I saw the movie when I was a little kid. And um, that part always stood out with me. I'm like, man, he just left him? Even as a little kid, what, five, six, seven years old? I'm like, as a little kid, man, dude just left his friend, man. 
I understand it's a werewolf, but okay. You, you're gonna have to fight. But I don't know. Maybe I would have did the same thing. I don't know. I pray to God that I'm never in that situation. <laughs> you know, um, with this movie, man. Let me see. You know, they go backpacking and they stop at the um, the slaughtered lamb. The slaughtered lamb, man. The slaughtered lamb. You know, they get there and you know the locals. They're not feeling the Americans. At first, they they was very cold to him, but then they started talking to him. But then it hits the fan when Jack decides to ask about that about the star that represents um werewolves. He had to ask about it, and that's when it was like, man, y'all need to get up out of here. You need to get out of here. And they left. I would not have left. I would have just apologized. You know, I'm sorry. I that's that's my bad. Because you saw how late it was? Then here's the thing. The fact that y'all asked them about a star that represents something that's related to the bloodline of werewolves. And they start to act, act funny with you like that? You think I'm going to be leaving out of there at night time? No way. They're going to have to drag me up out of there. But I would I, I will literally I would apologize a million times. Because it's like there's no way in hell we're going out there, dude. No way. You know, why would we go out there? It's like I'm already suspicious that they believe in werewolves. And what if it's true? Because I would think, okay, the fact that they all of a sudden got serious. Oh, man, it must be true. And be like, hey, respect. I'm sorry. I overstepped my boundaries, sir, ma'am. Won't happen again. Would not happen again. My bad. Sometimes I speak out of pocket. And I was definitely speaking out of pocket right there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But, you know. The locals, they came and they shot the wolf and the wolf ended up scratching Dave, David. Killed Jacks end up clawing David. And, you know, this was one of the one of the few werewolf movies where you didn't have to have silver bullets to kill him. And that threw me off. And that's why I was like, man, it's the only movie I've seen, werewolf movie that I can recall seeing where you didn't need a silver bullet. I don't know, maybe... I don't know. Maybe this was a special type of werewolf. I don't know. But you didn't need a silver bullet to kill it. I know. It's crazy, right? I think about Monster Squad when they blew the werewolf up. Then the pieces came back together. They needed a silver bullet. We'll talk about that one a different day. That's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Monster Squad. But yeah. um, So... A little side note, um, I'm sorry, my mind went blank. Um, the guy who plays Jack, he also plays this character named Nikki, who is the younger brother of Jack in the hit show This Is Us on NBC. Yeah, that's a very, very good show. You should check that show out. Very, very good show. I didn't realize that until I rewatched it. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, David, man, he gets into the hospital and he started having hallucinations and stuff like that. He's never hungry, but here's the thing, you know, I think they leave it up to our, open up open to our entire own to the artist's own interpretation to whether or not if these hallucinations are true, where David is running around naked in the forest and he's killing animals. Because if you notice, 
you know when he wakes up he's not eating his food so he must be really killing those animals so that's how he's that's how he's getting full but um what happens is is that jack starts to hunt um he starts to hunt david the reason being is because legend speaks is that whenever you're killed by a werewolf your your, your soul remains in limbo so that means your soul cannot rest until that werewolf is killed. Okay? And you want and you hope and pray to God that that werewolf doesn't sire any other werewolves, because then that will make it even harder to kill that werewolf. And Jack was telling David, hey man, you need to kill yourself, dude. You need to kill yourself. See, now here's the thing. David has the opportunity, the opportunity to redeem himself to his best friend Jack. Go ahead and kill yourself, bro. So you won't turn into a werewolf. Does David do it? No. It's like, what kind of friend are you? you? I thought you was a ride or die. Apparently you are not. It's bad enough you're the one who got him to go on this trip. Number two, all right, you were the one who suggested that they leave the slaughtered lamb, which led to number three, them getting slaughtered by the, Jack getting slaughtered by the werewolf. And now David's becoming one. Now Jack comes to him with some great information, great intel, tell, you know, and he says, hey, bro, you got to kill yourself because you are the last wolf of that bloodline. And until you die, I, my soul cannot rest. That's messed up. And, it, and here's the thing about Jack. He didn't even rub it in David's face like, bro, you did. You did run away, man. You did run away. That was foul. You know, so that's why I'm like, man, ugh. David is just not a good friend. And who knows? And the thing about it, you know, you have the nurse, Nurse Price, Nurse Alex Price. Man, I had a crush on Nurse Alex Price when I used to watch this movie as a kid. And it still stands to this day. I'm like, wow. I see why I had a crush on that lady. She don't look anything compared to my wife. My wife is awesome. But I'm just saying back then. But, um, you know, she takes a liking unto David. Okay, all right, I feel that. But what's crazy, well, I'm not going to say crazy, but what's, what was strange to me is the fact that she took him home to take care of him and started dating him and stuff. And I'm like, where do they do that stuff at? Oh, in London. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. I'm like, this dude is talking about seeing werewolves and she's bringing him home. You know, what's up with that? I do appreciate the doctor. <laughs> excuse me the doctor in this film i remember watching this movie as a kid i always associate the doc the doctor as a cop as a detective because he seems like the only one who was who cared about solving this case because the locals they said um a, a psycho a human being had did that to jack and david and david said no there was a beast it was an animal and nobody believed him. So he went back. The cop, he, I mean, excuse me, the, 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 you know, the fact that the, the doctor, he went back to investigate. And they gave him the same type of silent treatment until one person ended up spilling the beans about, hey, what goes on with the werewolves and stuff. And I love the fact that how the doctor, he was, you know, he was immediately, you know, he didn't just sit on that information, you know. In a way, he didn't really believe it all the way, but he knew that something strange was going on. 
and I can appreciate that. He he didn't just dismiss it like, oh man, they talking about werewolves, they cuckoo baduku. But um, with this movie here, man, like he went back and he tells Alex, hey, Miss Nurse Price, listen, um, you're not safe with this dude. You're not. You're not safe with him. Not safe with him at all. And um, we get the scene where David is at. We know that scene where David is at home and it's late and the full moon is coming, and and also and you know you know Jack tried to warn him again, and then Jack was like, oh, so I see why you 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 really not gonna do it, huh? You're in love with the nurse, and he says, man, eventually you're gonna hurt her too. You're gonna hurt her too. What does David do? Nothing. Nothing at all. Um. So. <laughs> Tell you, man, this guy is not a good friend, man. You have to vet your friends thoroughly, man. Everybody who says they're your friend, they are not gonna be with you in this situation. But the whole that whole scene, man, where David was transforming into the wolf, man, that is one of I believe one of the most iconic scenes ever in a horror movie because, you know, in most horror movies you don't see the full transformation, but in this one it shows you that hey, even though. It might be cool to be the wolf man when you're the wolf man to have the powers and stuff and the strength or whatever and the abilities, but it is hell. It is like, you know, a lot, you, you know, I think women who give birth would say that, you know what, turning into a werewolf like on American Werewolf in London is worse than that. Well, never mind. I, I can't speak on that. Anyways. Let me let me rewind and change what I said on that. I, you know that if every horror movie that had a werewolf showed the transformation like that, oh man, I I don't think anybody would even want to dress up as a as a werewolf for Halloween, or even want to be like, no, nah, I don't want to be a wolf. Let me be a let me be a vampire, you know. But um, this man that that scene it felt like it lasts for thirty minutes like in our time but i think in the in the real time for david poor david in the movie on that part that's the only one of the only parts i felt bad for him it looked like it took forever and it's like everybody part was changing and he was just screaming and then you see how he goes from his human face you see the um what's the word i'm looking for you see that he's so petrified you know he's like oh my goodness He's going through excruciating pain, and then you see, as he almost finished changing, you're like, oh man, he's looking very, very scary. And then they show that side shot where it goes from his human mouth and nose to the werewolf's human mouth and nose. I was like, man, that is, man, that is some awesome makeup right there. Special effects. They did that, man. They did that. I remember as a kid, whenever that movie would come on TV, I would have to watch it at least all the way up to that part because you can't watch that movie without and leave and, and leave away walk away from the movie without catching that part man that so you know man you know once he became the beast oh man it was on he slaughtered like 10 people in one night you know I think one of the most creepiest one of the most creepiest moments of it was when um when he was chasing the guy inside the um the train station I was like, oh my goodness. And it's all and it almost looked like the guy in the train station was gonna get away. And see they didn't show too many they didn't show you they didn't show you a lot of shots of the actual wolf. They showed you the point of view of the wolf. 
okay now they did show the point of view of the man that was being chased but you didn't see the wolf but you see you 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 sense that it's coming but they show one like one second of it and, and it's like it was enough to just make you want to just make the hairs on your forearms just straighten out you know and i was like man this is oh boy and then he wakes up and, and you know he wakes up in the freaking zoo man he wakes up in the zoo and I really wish they would have showed us in this movie like when he because he woke up where the wolves were at, were at all right and I wish they would have showed him in wolf form as, and we, that way we can see the zoo animals reaction to an actual beast like that coming into the zoo like the other animals they're like man we we're not trying to be in here but you voluntarily coming in here that's like somebody just breaking into jail right but and, and and now David he did try to get himself arrested but I don't think he tried hard enough he was insulting the cop stuff like that but I'm like you know what you should have put your hands on the cop you should have punched him then he would have arrested you see that's what I'm saying David man David they want you to believe in this movie that David is a good guy and I'm pretty sure he has some good guy qualities a little bit but this dude here was a was like the ultimate jerk man like you know you're the wolf now nurse price of course she thinks he's crazy because she has not witnessed it yet but dude you know you're the wolf you know you killed those people earlier the night before you want to get arrested okay hey man come just commit a crime just commit a crime like i could see if he would have committed a couple crimes and they didn't arrest him i mean go into a store and steal something you know so that's why i'm like man this I'm like this dude here does not care about the fellow human population like literally the the wolf in him has really taken over his body internally even though it's not a full moon yet so he didn't get arrested you know and then he meets up with jack at a movie theater and sitting next to jack are the victims whose souls are unrest right now all the unrest souls that david has caused so far and they're telling him, hey, man, you need to kill yourself. The guy who, um, who sold, wasn't able to rest, who, is, who was in the, um, the train station, he said, man, you left my wife a widow, my, ch my children fatherless, man. You need to kill yourself. You're a wolf. You're dangerous. And, you know, this dude still didn't, you know, it's like you should, you knew, you knew another full moon was coming because Jack was warning you. He did nothing. So that's what I'm like, man. How many more people got to get hurt because of this dude, right? But anyways, of course, full moon arises, and he's just tearing up the. He just, man, he's tearing up everything downtown. And what's amazing about with with this scene? Normally, when you watch horror movies, you know, like the monster is causing damage in an isolated setting, where it's like those who witness it end up not making it out of there you know or those who make it out of there alive nobody clearly is good nobody is going to believe what they saw a witness right but on here he breaks out of the movie theater and he's just terrorizing the whole whole downtown strip man all in the streets and he didn't really kill anybody directly but he was causing a lot of indirect deaths and chaos causing people to get into accidents and stuff and then, you know, um, and, and that right there is like, wow, man, that 
that's a situation where it's like, whoa, like you don't see that often. And if you're if you're so if you're one of the townspeople that's downtown, you're like, is this real? What is what the hell is this, man? Now the cops, I give the cops props, man. They was on it. They was trying to keep him in the movie theater. He bust out. They gave chase on him. They got their weapons and they was they wasn't kidding. They was like, hey man, we need backup. Bring SWAT. Bring pl- plenty of rifles. Bring bring plenty of ammo. And I wish they did that in other movies, you know, like in the Michael Myers or Friday the Thirteenth and stuff. You know, it's like, or when the zombie movies movies, you know, they'll say we'll bring a couple cops and stuff. No, you bring the whole cavalry. Bring plenty of ammo. But you know, man, they somehow David in his werewolf form he got cornered. He went into um stuck in a dead end. There was no way out. And it makes you wonder, okay, well, did part of David take over and run to a dead end? You know, or was it just the wolf just running over there because the wolf was scared, you know, all that. But I don't know. I think part of Dave kind of took over and said, all right, let's get over here. I can't harm anybody if I'm in this alley, you know, dead end, unless somebody's there now. And then he ends up eating him or her. Then, you know, Alex comes there and she, you know, somehow the cops allow her to get past them. And she says, I can save him. I got to save him. Alex, you cannot save him. He don't know you like that. I'm like, even Jack, who was his best friend, tried to get him to do the right thing and get them him. What makes you think you're going to? Why? Because he stayed over your place for a couple nights? No, that's not how this works. But while the wolf was viciously growling, she goes and tells him, David, David, I can help you. I want to help you. I love you, David. And you see him going from a growl and angry face to almost like a a normal face a little bit. You see his eyebrows move and then bam, wolf takes back over and just growls and then lunges at her. And then, and here's what I don't understand. How, do, how were the cops able to get that good of a shot on the wolf because she was a good she had a good amount of distance away from them but thank god for her that hey the cops that they was able to you know they had an accurate shot because i'm pretty sure they was willing to hey hey man she get caught in the enemy caught in enemy fire she just get caught she'll be a casualty but we got to get rid of this wolf but that right there man that it's one of those things, it's like, man, if a loved one you know became a wolf, like, how do you approach that? What you gonna do about that? Would you try to help him or her? I don't know. Or if you became the wolf, would you do what David does? I mean, would, and knowing what Jack told you, would you go off yourself? Would you go try to end this? Would you go try to seek help? That is an interesting question to ask, people. But man, but this movie here, big fan of this movie, man. You know, and, and, and the cool thing about it, and... What I always find with the movies that I really love is that they have the appropriate music. They have the right music or the right song set on pivotal scenes in the movie. Like, so when he, you know, right before he started changing the song, and and as the full moon was coming out, the song um, Bad Moon Rising was playing. I see Bad Moon Rising. I can't sing. But um, I'm like, wow. And then as he was transforming, the song Blue Moon was was being played. And I'm like, man, that's an awesome job what they did right there. 
whoever did the score man round of applause for you man but yeah this was a very very good film i recommend you see it seriously um spend, hey man it's check it out during halloween man this is the horror month people but um i like this movie i think you should check it out once again thank y'all for tuning in and thank you for checking in on day two of our horror um movie review scary movie reviews in the month of october the second season of that all right and check out um go to my um go to the podcast and you can check out the other episodes where we talk about other movies okay once again thank you all for tuning in student of the game podcast peace out